0: Let's get ready to rumble!
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to Netflix vs Cinema, the podcast that might be in danger of having to change its name because we have shown an absolute lack of dedication to cinema, at least on my part anyway. But my name is Tosin, I am your host, I am up in the Midlands and joining me is always on the Isle of Art is Sharon Bolland. Hello there. And joining us from London is a London correspondent, Holly Neslane. Hi. How are we do? And we are, and after the couple of episodes in which Ik I showed up with my daughter, I seem to have started a trend where people decide to show on podcast with their little helpers in tow. So Sharon, tell us who is your little helper today?
2: My little helper is called Muffin, and um, he is my brother's girlfriend's dog that we are dog sitting today. <laughs> so um, Muffin is here. He's behaving very well at the moment.
1: Yeah, but I think I think, we, I
2: think
1: with muffin, it's hard to emphasize. It has to. It's hard to overemphasize the little of little friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: it's tiny. Yeah.
1: What, what kind of what kind of dog is he?
2: He's a dwarf dash hound. A dwarf dash. <laughs> it's like a
0: small dog, but made smaller and with shorter legs.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like oh oh yeah we we decided that the mini was too big, so we decided to come up with a smaller version of the mini. <laughs> yeah, so
2: he is little. Yeah, He's not long, man. but he is little. I, think, right. I, I haven't actually measured him, but he's probably, ground to the top of his head is about seven or eight inches, I think.
1: Oh, wow. He's taller than my cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of which, your little helpers today, Holly.
2: They have
0: abandoned me, but Callie and Max, the uh, Norwegian forest cat, cross cats are around the place somewhere, eight, eight who are eight whole years old and um, badly behaved, and in Callie's case, 50% overweight. <laughs> both rocking up at a six and a half kilo mark when the vet would prefer it if she weighed less than four wow
1: (laughs) so actually i I say little helpers but in your case they're more like the little disapprovers who just kind of like (laughs) max
0: has joined a number of my work calls today though he was very very pleased to participate he sat on my knee and then tried to lie on the keyboard and Had a look at everybody and, you know, broadly speaking, said hi and went back to sleep, getting in the way.
1: Okay, In my head, what they do is that they just essentially walk around your flat and look at you going, so this is how you're going to live your life?
0: (laughs) They, They do that a little bit and then they sleep. Cats sleep for 17 hours a day. So mostly they find comfortable, warm places to sleep and that's where you'll find them. Somewhere fluffy, in Callie's case, um... Often on an old pair of slippers of mine, which she really loves, they were under a chair. They used to be navy blue, then are gray because they are mostly
2: cat
1: fur you see um, and when
0: I gave her a bed in there instead, sometimes she still insisted on the slippers
1: okay, as somebody with a three year old and a five week old in a house, I don't think I've ever ever been as jealous of a cat as as i as I was when you said they sleep for seventeen hours a day. Absolute loafers. Loafers.
0: They speak and they have no responsibilities.
2: Oh, goodness. Yeah. Sake. Zero respect for anyone. <laughs> exactly
1: that. Well, okay, anyway, I- if you listen to us for the first time, we don't just talk about little helpers and pets and everything like that. But we actually, what we tend to do, and why I was saying that we are in danger of losing our title, is that we usually go to the cinema and we see a couple of films a week we stay at home and watch a couple of things a week and then we come and we wave everything out of five and we say where has the money been better spent this week now i haven't checked or you guys might have said what it is you've seen this week i haven't checked but i know that i haven't been to the cinema in going on two months now because five week five week uh, home but i am i am i don't think anybody else has been so tell me has anybody been to the cinema in the past week no yep that's what i thought that's what i thought because we do not have sean who i think is still in vietnam and when we do not have sean a cinema well a cinema I, hours go down
0: i think he's out of vietnam and he is somewhere else but i cannot remember where it is
1: oh oh you've been doing um, to facebook stalking
0: exactly i'm relying on my memory of what facebook may have told me yesterday that i may or may not have interpreted correctly
2: Oh. I haven't looked at it today, so
1: yeah, I have no idea where he is We have no idea where Sean is, and sometimes I think that's the way he likes it He might join yeah. this call in a second, who knows <laughs> but,
0: know. Never say never
1: You know, yeah, you never know, you never know But alright, okay, cool, so, to, so welcome to Netflix, the, the podcast Netflix <laughs> um, Right, what have we seen this week? Everybody bring one thing forward
2: well, I'm just bringing what we would sort of talked about last week is the only thing I've seen in its entirety is ghosts.
1: Yes, ghosts. All right.
2: Ah, uh, The Fall of the House of Usher.
1: The Fall of the House of Usher. And I am going to bring the thing that I watched in, in almost in its entirety last night while trying to get my daughter to sleep, which is an animated, because I'm the one who watches anything animated on, the, uh, on this podcast. And I watched an animated thing called Captain... Ooh. Oh my god, it was some Firehawk, Thunderhawk? or was something hawk.
0: Inspirational.
1: Okay, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Talk about yourself while I try to figure this out. <laughs> what did I watch yesterday? Uh Captain Firehawk, Captain, something like that. It, Laserhawk. That was it. Captain Laserhawk, wow. a dragon blood remix. Which is so? Yeah, that's what I'm going to talk. So, okay, I'm going to kick off. Let us kick off with where we started off last week. We were talking about we had a bit where we spoke about ghosts because Holly, you had started watching Ghosts, the UK version, the original version of the show Ghosts. You started watching that shortly before we recorded last week, and you actually managed. You'd started as season one, and you were already in season five. Well, you were season four going to season five. Did you mind to finish it? A-
0: I have not finished it yet. Okay. But I- Made good progress, but I'm okay with spoilers, if required.
1: Where are you? Where are you now? There won't
0: be spoilers. I think... I think I'm in season five. I may not be. Do not hold me to this. I'm not sure right now.
1: Has has there been a fire? No. Has there been a stuffed bear? No. Okay, you're probably still in season season four.
2: Season four. 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 It's a bit of a mini-spoiler. Have you met a neighbouring ghost?
0: no um, oh
2: excitement
1: Ooh, oh, oh yeah 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 you're in season four
0: <laughs> it's one of those things where it's okay to have spoilers for as well because it's just lovely um, just before we go into it first of all i would just like to say yeah, that it's a thing uh, of loveliness
1: yeah well yeah that's ghost in general but i mean i, I would say one no there, there is actually there is something in season four that i would not like to have been told that it happened before it happened I would have been okay. really annoyed if somebody had told me that that happened before it happened in season yeah. four. So, so okay,
0: don't tell me that. Then.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, We're don't worry because we we are That's we are treating no, this no. like anybody listening to this. They might not have watched any bit of Ghost, and we do not. We ab- we abhor spoilers on this podcast. So, Sharon, except
0: when they're completely unavoidable. Uh, uh,
1: n- we'll
2: avoid those ones as well. <laughs> <laughs> Between.
0: <laughs> Series sometimes they are not avoidable. Well, yeah,
1: between yeah. series, if you're going to talk about, yeah, if it's it's hard to sort of say, yeah, 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 between series is sometimes unavoidable, and but I've, yeah, yeah, yes, I agree with those. I agree with that. I
0: just feel that should be noted.
1: Yeah, but but usually the poster would tell you. It's like Game of Thrones. Trying to talk about Game of Thrones season four, the poster of Game of Thrones season four tells you who's died. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, very. was he on the poster of season one? Yes. Is he on the poster of season four? No. Guess what happened? And. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... and the odds are not in your favour. Exactly. All right, cool. So Sharon, you were the one who, vent- who first brought Ghost to our attention. So I will, I will let you have this. Ghost season five. Take it away.
2: Yes, it's uh, just a recap on the Ghost. The premise of Ghost. It is a young couple from London, um, Alison and Mike um unexpectedly inherit a huge house hmm. a manor house in the country which should be i the i the dream come true it's like your fortune is made except this house is slightly dilapidated it has run down over the last 100 years and it is inhabited by a miscellany of ghosts <laughs> which would not normally be a problem but there's an event in early on in season 1 where alison something happens to Alison, and then she um can see and communicate with the undead. With the, well, they're dead, but they're ghosts. Yeah. So they haven't passed on, as um, Allison prefers to call it. They have the ghosts have a different name for what happens when <laughs> when, you, when you leave <laughs> this earthly plane. And anyway, so they then over as over the seasons have progressed, we can see how Alison and Mike have tried to find ways in which they can finance their house to live in this huge house yeah. because like any other big dilapidated property, it's a, it's a money pit. It needs a lot doing to it, and they need to find ways to do that. So over the seasons, we've seen them try different things to see if they can um, improve their finances and make a go of having living in Button House. And as this has been going on, we have got to know the ghosts, um, some of their backstory, and what their personalities are like, how they tick. And they have sort of, in ter- by turns, basically, helped and hindered Mike and Alison in their sort of desires to, to make this their, their perfect home and a business at the same time. Yeah. So we meet them in season five. They've been living in the house for five years. The house is looking much better than it has done. It's, it's getting there. It's looking like a much more um, pleasant family home. Um, But they get almost like an offer that's almost too good to refuse, which I'm not going to tell you what that offer is. Mm -hmm. And then they they seriously have to contemplate what their future will be. And circumstances in their lives are progressing where they think, you know, do we stay or do we go? And the last season is basically them looking at um, what their future is going to be. They're thinking about the future. And as it is known to be the last season, though they have said there's going to be a Christmas special, we do actually get to find out a little bit about the backstory of some of the ghosts. Because some of them that, that we have, that we
1: that we are yet to find out. That five seasons yet to uh, find out. Five seasons in, they still haven't told us what happened to some of these ghosts. How did they become ghosts?
2: How did they become ghosts? How did they die? Yeah. Because uh, some of them, it's quite obvious with Pat, who is the boy, <laughs> the scout leader. He's got an arrow through his neck. Yes. And so you know, at some point. <laughs> It was shot through the neck with an arrow. (laughs) So (laughs) we can guess what happened. Well, we can guess um, the circumstances around your death, but we're pretty soon we're letting on exactly what happened with Pat. And with with like Thomas, he has got a wound, visible wound, where you know that he was killed in a duel. And again, in this other seasons, we've seen that duel played out. So some of their deaths are pretty obvious because you can see um, what killed them. But there's others. There's just, just there's not a mark on them. Yeah. And so we do get finally get to find out how some of them um, got to got to be where they are now. So that's all I'm going to tell you about the plot because I don't think you need to know anymore. But no. it's, it's 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 a usual mixture of that combination of humour, you know, that, that laugh out loud moments, um, that sort of ridiculousness of the premise in some ways. Yes. <laughs> And also there's real pathos in it though there's this real emotion and some of the times when you see um, the past you think yeah that it's that's really hard yes. <laughs> and other and when they sort of they have this um they're faced with this quandary about what to do it isn't a, a, a given what the outcome will be which is what I like about ghosts it's not predictable. You just don't know where they're gonna go. With yeah. it. And with this you are literally left guessing right up until the sort of when you're not. <laughs> so you don't they don't give anything away. And it's plausible either way. It's absolutely plausible that they could go either way with this thing. So I just can't get over how well it is written. Yeah. yeah. I have I have watched the, the American series, I was just going to do a little bit of a brief compare and contrast with it. And the America, I've seen both seasons of the, that have been released in Britain of the American series. And even though it's got its own charm, yes, it doesn't quite have that balance of that real pathos and the humour. They've really gone down the, the, the humour line, basically. Yeah. And their answer to most of the problems in the show have been to pair up the ghosts. So by the end of season three, you've got three of the ghosts of couples where they've mm-hmm. just, like, you know, paired up with each other. Uh, so you've got, like, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend, boyfriend-girlfriend, boyfriend-boyfriend. And then you... And then it's basically... It's as subtle as a sledgehammer. <laughs> it has its own charm. I mean, I don't hate it, but it, it's not our ghost. You just have to accept that it is what it is. Yes. Um, but our, I think it ghost all, yes. is just basically set apart. It's, I think, I really um, rate it really highly. I look forward to every year. And then I've re every season sort of multiple times. And some episodes I will just like, nothing to watch. I think I might just watch. There's a ethical bit the burglars. I love the burglars episode. Um, especially um, Kitty and Mary when they're trying to remember all the items that they've stolen. And they basically <laughs> just go, uh, cups. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, yeah, I can't rate it highly.
1: No,
2: it's, it's a five for me.
0: it's one of those things where when I when I started watching it I I couldn't believe I'd not seen it before because it's lovely Mm -hmm. lovely is the best word I can find for it everything about it makes me smile and if you're having a bad day it's it's like being wrapped up in a blanket of Loveliness.
1: Is, is, is he, the thing is that it, it's lovely. I agree with you that I agree with you that yeah, it is lovely. But
0: it's not. But it's not simplistic lovely. It's not. You know, well, it, it's, it's, it's not. It's
1: not. It's not because sometimes lovely is one of those words that is kind of like damning with faint praise. Where like you know, like yeah. like Miss Marple on a Sunday afternoon is lovely. That, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think like I agree with you that Ghost is one hundred percent lovely. But it is also one of the best written things I've ever seen. Oh <laughs> it,
0: yeah. It, that what makes it lovely yeah. is the, the subtlety, the the wit, yeah, the, the
1: subtlety, the wit, the the the, uh, the intricacy, the interplay between the different characters. That I think I think the pathos. I think it is a show yeah. that I have. I don't think I've seen a show that mixes pathos and humor as well as this does. I mean, it, Yeah, I mean, I used to think Scrubs did it quite well. I think Ghost is better
0: yeah yeah this leaves you know uh, yeah and you're absolutely right but this leaves you know, scrubs miles behind yeah uh, it, and,
1: oh. and and because obviously you it, it's one of those things i, I mean the, the concept of ghosts the idea that there's all these ghosts who have died over centuries in this one location and are stuck in this location it it does mean that you can travel you can Travel, take this thing and move it to different areas because there'll be different things and there'll be different things you can explore. And in the, and I do like, I started watching the American one as well because when I first heard that they'd made an American version of Ghost, I was like, oh, for goodness sake, why? Why have you got to do, you're going to ruin yeah. it. And I think the best thing I can say about the American one is I don't think it's ruined. I think that they've managed no, to keep-
2: Made it their own, haven't
1: they? Yeah, yeah. They've managed to keep an essence oh. of the show and they've managed to make it work. I mean, there's a couple of things like the character of Mike, who is the husband in the played by Keo by Smith Bino in the yeah. U, in the UK version? I I think he's supposed to be the audience, sort of like um, Avatar, because he mm. can see the ghost yeah. and everything like that. And like you know, Allison has this rapport with the ghost that he's he's out of it. And I do feel like they haven't really figured out what to do with him for <laughs> for five years, where there isn't really much to yeah. do. They play around with that a bit in the American one to give the husband a bit more to do, but. But yeah, and I, even in the first episode, the, you can see how they are doing the the American thing of trying to when when they try and stretch to try and make a point, to try and get some pathos, to try and get some sort of emotion. They do stuff that to us in the UK would just appears schmaltzy. It appears like oh, the music is swelling and oh look, and oh this is the point where you're supposed to cry. And it, it and what you just told me about them pairing up the ghost, I'm like oh that. Oh, oh why but then again the tr- I was actually laughing at it because we have you have 5 seasons of the UK one which I agree with you I'll give it 5 I think it's excellent I said last week it's a show that I would be happy to just continue on TV I'm happy for it to go on for 10 years and for me to just keep coming back and going ah oh you know what i don't even care that this ghost died all this and they're supposed to be frozen in time but they look older they look 10 years older i don't care i'll, I'll keep watching okay. this shit. yeah it's it's, okay. they're
0: miraculously aging
1: yeah 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 i think it's i i, uh, I don't care it's, it's one of it's one of those shows and um i what was i saying i think i was talking about the american one wasn't i the, yeah, and
2: it, that gets that balance between the schmaltz and the
1: yeah yeah i i, I think it's i think it's it's Oh, yeah, that was it. I was looking at the number, of, because even though I'm happy for it to carry on for this, each, each season is about at most eight episodes. So we looked mm-hmm. at it, and in five seasons, there's been about 33 episodes. The American version has two seasons and has 40. <laughs> 40 episodes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's two seasons, and it has 40 episodes. So in two seasons, it has more than the UK version has in five series. So America has their own issues and their whole things and how they want to do it, and they're fine, good, the best thing I can say is that they did not destroy it. Um, there are some countries that I don't think you could do. Let me put it this way: I think it would be difficult to do an Australian ghosts because there are some things in the history of that country that you would have to you would have to address that would be very hard to make a comedy out of. So, yes, so yes yeah, so, so you, don't
0: have the, you don't have the time frame available to not have a lot of awfulness.
1: Well, yeah. To to play uh, around
0: with the tropes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway.
0: And I I would suggest, having not watched the US version, with the UK we have the luxury of a much more protracted
1: period
0: of, of, of history that we are able to
1: yeah, well I mean well, I, think I, know, I think they have enough. They have enough like because
0: it's not like it's not like the US doesn't have an epic amount of history. It's just that the yeah. most of it is more but it's, it's things like
1: But I feel like in the US version they have done yeah. some clever things. They've done some clever changes. Like they don't have a caveman. Robin in the UK version. Who is my favourite character? I love so, Robin. <laughs> Robin. Robin <laughs> is hands down my favourite character. And I love, I love I love, the bits where, even though he's a caveman in season five, there's some things that they do where they go, he's a caveman, but he's probably the most sophisticated out of all of them yeah. because he is the oldest.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, and he shows up throughout sometimes, but it's just like, yeah, man, no, this is... That, I mean, he's the best at chess. He's got some of the funniest, yeah, he's got some of the funniest lines in yeah. the old. Oh, from the get go, I, I think yeah, I love Robin, he, and he's also in some ways the saddest character because he, you know he oh my he's word. spent nearly most of his time Hello. on his own.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, and the, especially the
2: episode in the beginning, like the Moon, where he said, uh, you know, moon "That's that. why the Moona Moona is like so important to him." Yeah, like, because you know it's the only constant he's had. Yeah, for thousands of years. There, there are some
1: lines. Up. There are some lines that Robin delivers that make me want to cry. That like that is I think yeah. I love Robin. I love Robin. I think he's yeah. he's probably the most pathos-filled character, and he's the funniest. And, yeah. it, and yeah. it's the fact that in the American version there is no caveman, but there is essentially the the the, the character that is Robin yeah. is a Norseman. He was he was like a Norse invader in America.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: okay yeah so so i think I think they they've done some good things they they don't have a Tory m p who lost his trousers or died with the trousers off. they have like you know uh talking about investment bankers they have a lehman's um, yes. brother invest investor yes. bro who <laughs> who died with his trousers off who is essentially like you know the yeah. so i i think it's i i well anyway going back to the u k one I think it's brilliant I think that the guys who came up with it the guys who did horrible histories i think they're i think they're great and almost everything that they've done i've loved like they did a show called yonderland and i robin, one of them the
0: guy who plays robin was yeah he yeah uh, he's a he guy can't called
1: laurence Lauren, record
0: yeah.
1: pair of yeah yeah he, he's, he's, part of he's part of them he also plays his hum- he also plays humphrey the headless one yes. yeah he plays two
2: characters yeah <laughs> yes
1: but because of makeup, it's really, really hard to tell that it's the same guy playing both plays. Yeah. <laughs> and, and There's a bit in season five where they have Robin and Humphrey have a storyline where they're playing off against each other. And I, I thought was, that was quite nice. I thought it was quite nice, especially when you realize that they're played by the same guy. But anyway, I would agree with you, Sharon. I would give it a five. I would say go watch it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And if you think so, there's something wrong with you. So. I haven't even
0: I haven't even made it to season five, and I'm giving it a five already, because of just its existence is worth a five for me. And every
2: now you get like a guest ghost, which I I think some of those are hilarious and heartbreaking at the same time. And every now and then there's a scary one. There's this, the old scary moment. I think in the first season, I a few times I was like, oh, this is supposed to be really funny. That there's a definite, like a a frisson there, Mm. where I was thinking, oh, that could be scary. So they don't shy away from the fact that this could be this. There's a plague girl who sort of appears every now and then, terrifies everyone. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And the odd guest goes where they're like walking down the street and they see someone. Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah. it's well. Anyway, uh, this, this 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 whole hour could end up being the ghost hour. But we're we're going to, we're going to we move talk the ghost about
0: hour. It of kingdom Come. And yeah, and we're dead.
1: going to talk about something. Talking about something that could be something that is supposed to be scary most of the time. This is Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix.
0: So Fall of the House of Usher, the ultimate, the fundamental premise is uh, twins who are the magnates of a huge empire who are massively financially successful, Mm. uh, have clearly made decisions in their past that support the magnitude of their success. Mm -hmm. Their heirs start dying. And it is rapidly apparent that this is a direct consequence of the decisions they have made previously and clearly commitments that they have made previously. The the name may well be familiar as it is the title of a short story by Edgar Allan Poe.
1: Edgar Allan Poe. Uh,
0: And each episode is named after... A short story by Edgar Allan Poe. People will be familiar with things like um
2: The Raven.
1: Uh,
0: the Raven, the Dance of the Red Death. Uh, and each of these episodes is associated with the death of a of one of the heirs and links in with that Poe story. Yeah, It's if if one is it, has watched a moderate amount of, you know, modern, interesting horror series, you might rapidly find yourself recognising cast members. <laughs> well,
1: I, I think that's I can, largely because this, this is created by Mike is Flanagan. This because it's Mike Flanagan, <laughs> yes.
0: who has a, a set of recurring actors whom he works with. So even though I hadn't properly engaged my brain in advance of the fact that it was Mike Flanagan, within about ten minutes of the start of the first episode, I was like, okay, so it's X and Y and Z. Oh, it's Mike Flanagan. (laughs) Let me start immediately getting out IMDB and checking which film and series they've appeared in. Yeah. And I hadn't realized, and I don't know how I hadn't realized, that Doctor Sleep
1: is is Mike Flanagan, Flanagan. yeah. That, That Mike Flanagan directed that.
0: And it all it has therefore a very Mike Flanagan feel to it who yet did Dr. Sleep, he did The Haunting of, the Haunting Hill, of House. Hill
1: House, The, he, the, Haunting, the of, Haunting of, Haunting of Bly Blind Bly Manor, um, Midnight, Midnight, Mass, Midnight Mass, The Midnight Club. Uh, yeah
0: I would have not seen one of the few ones of his I haven't seen
1: yeah but I think it's pretty much I'm not a big horror fan but pretty much everything that he does I just hear great things about it, especially um, whenever, when especially whenever he touches anything Stephen King. I mean, the the one thing that the one of his that I love is Gerald's Game on Netflix. He did Gerald's Game.
0: I haven't seen. I know I've read the book,
1: yeah. but I've not seen that. Yeah, the, the, um, which which stars two of the people in the fall of the House of Usher? So backing up your point, yes, it
0: is. It is literally the uh, Mike Flanagan thing. Is you're just who next? The only reason, I, well, the reason i rapidly figured out that he had done um Dr Sleep is because the um uh the young woman who plays and this is what uh, plays Abra in um uh, Dr Sleep yep. plays a character whose name I have briefly really? forgotten in yeah. The Fall of the House of Russia who is very good and I've never come across before and I don't think has done that much mm. generally but she's superb in both so you
1: he, he is, a, he is, is, is a, oh, oh okay, okay. okay. One more thing on the Flanagan traveling players. He is also one of the few people giving young Elliot from E.T. any work. <laughs> oh Henry Thomas, who played Elliot in E.T., is yeah. in the fall is 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 in the Haunting of Hill House and in the Fall of House of Her- Fall of the House of Usher.
0: And <laughs> um, I have to say I have loved I don't think I've seen any of his stuff that I don't like. Yeah. And I know I I say I know that neither of you are horror fans. I uh, his stuff is his his stuff are adaptations and they're generally a little bit more complicated. I've I mean I've read not all of the um Edgar Allan Poe pieces mm. that are referenced, but I've read some of them and I am familiar with the with the context and you know, and hand-waving, because
1: hand-waving is <laughs> you know. With the milieu.
0: But, but I have read some of the source material. I've read The Haunting of Hill House um, a long time ago, and I have read The The Turn of the Screw, again, a long time ago, which is the base of The Haunting of, of Bly Manor. Bly Manor? Bly House? Bly Manor.
1: Bly Manor, yeah. Manor.
0: Uh, and I have read Doctor Sleep, and... Uh, and really appreciated some of the way, particular ways he handled that. So I like his work. I think it's very well done. I think he chooses his
1: actions. It sounds well. like there's a but coming on when it comes to the fall of the House of Usher.
0: Whether or not there is a but, that's the thing. Is I think it is genuinely very well structured. Okay. It's well put together. I actually don't think there is a but I think this plays on really well with my appreciation of all of the other stuff he's done and it actually I got to the end and went well I'm going to have to re-watch um, the, um, the Haunting of Bly Manor which I realised I hadn't actually finished I thought I had but went back and started it over and again appreciated the fact that I know all of the cast because they
1: <laughs> yeah but but the thing is the thing is from what for what i understand uh, hunting of blind manor when you said that you didn't finish it that seems to be a, a story that i hear a lot there's i think there's a lot of people who didn't finish that in of blind manner because they said that it's probably the weakest thing he's done especially on his netflix netflix output
0: go back if if one goes back and watches it and re-picks it up it's worth finishing okay has a lag, and I think that's why I must have
1: stopped watching it,
0: because I think there was a bit where I went...
1: <laughs> you but, know, oh, we're doing that again, are we? Okay.
0: But having seen it through to the end, it, here we go, we ter- it turns into a review of two things.
1: Um, <laughs> well, we just we just reviewed the, the UK ghost and the US ghost in one yeah, fell swoop. So. <laughs> yeah,
0: and we're now reviewing The Fall of the House of Usher and The Haunting of Bly Manor at the same time. Seeing The Haunting of Bly Manor through to the end is really worth doing okay it has a it has a something to it that is 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 worth watching and it and you know it's all it's all of the same cast and i i like all of the actors i think they're all they're all very enjoyable people to watch and i think they are able to be they capture the characters very effectively. I really enjoyed watching it. I mean, I know we go back to the usual, I will watch anything again, literally, <laughs> and multiple times. But I actually look forward to giving it, a few, you know, six months or so. I think, and no, then sitting back. sitting back down and starting over. It's, I mean, it, it should come with a health warning <laughs> in that, it's, that some of it is really, really gruesome. Yeah.
1: It's okay, not. So-
0: you know, it's that it, we're not talking. You know, we're we're talking. You know, Doctor Sleep looks like a walk in the park here. Some of it's quite hard watching.
1: Well, yeah, I guess but, you're, you're on a streamer. That, that, you can do more stuff. No, no one's telling it, you not to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it and it's it is appropriate. It's 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 not it's horrible, but it's not gratuitous.
1: Okay, so how many stars did you give it?
0: I'm going to give it four.
1: Ooh, Four stars. Four stars for the fall of the house of usher i almost forgot i was about to go the haunting of the blight yeah,
0: the the and imdb <laughs> gives us an 8.1 so i would say i appear to be in keeping with the
1: holy holy we've spoken about this they're in keeping with you that <laughs> true, true, true. They, they are in keeping <laughs> with you
0: they are following my wisdom
1: yeah uh. Okay, uh, now we go on to the final thing we're going to talk about. Uh, this is also on Netflix, and this is a thing that I did not know existed until around about uh, I would say twelve midnight <laughs> yesterday <laughs> slash this morning. I didn't even know this. Or, oh, or oh, I, I had it. Oh, so I took my daughter down, and I was like, okay, cool, needs to fall asleep. I saw this thing called Captain Firehawk: A Dragon Blood Remix, and this is something that I looked at and I thought. This looks like a bit of me. It's animated. There's something about... It's a little bit sort of like, you know, the style is sort of borrowed from Japanese anime. But there was something about it that just made me think, I think this might... I think I might like this. So I decided to watch about five minutes of it. And because I had to get... I had to... I was doing the whole thing of walking around and bouncing a baby up and down, trying to get them to fall asleep while I was watching this thing. And I was, I was looking at I was going... Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah! This is definitely me. This, this is definitely a bit of me. So, Sharon, I know that you are never going to watch this. So it is animated. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it is animated. I will warn you first of all. And the the whole idea behind it is that it's one of these animated things. It's in a Japanese anime fashion, and it is a dystopian future. It's a dystopian future in which you have. This thing called the Eden Corporation, and the Eden Corporations grew up and took over this this um, bit of land that used to be called the United States of America. When this United States of America collapsed under the weight of its own government not really working and everything like that, and this corporation has has, has risen up, taken over the whole country, has gotten rid of poverty because it gives it gives everybody a universal basic income, which they call a UBI. So everybody has a universal basic income, but as there is as a, in exchange for the universal basic income, that means you will give you this. You'll be able to have a life, but you have to do what you are told. And every everybody is and but you have this guy called Firehawk. When you first meet him, he is kind of like a cybernetic soldier. There's been something in his past over how he became a cybernetic soldier, which they never really go into. But he and his partner, a guy called Alex, are trying to break into this place to get this thing to blah 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 blah, blah. And there's all th- because they want to bring down the Eden Corporation. And that's what you that's what you find in the first episode. And it goes on. You meet the different characters. Something ends up. Alex um, Alex uh, disappears. He ends up in jail. He ends up with a bomb inside his head, which is a bit of a sci-fi trope of of um, criminal gets put a, gets a bomb put inside his head and gets made to do stuff he doesn't want to do. But that all happens. But at the same time, this makes me think that this might be based on a video game um, somewhere in the past because they keep having all these references to the history of video games going all the way through the film. So, the, so no, the, the series. There's only six episodes. Each one lives about 20-something minutes. So it took me less than three hours to watch the whole thing, which is why I first heard about it yesterday, and I finished the series. <laughs> I finished the first season now. And... I think the voice acting is great. I think the uh, the art is is great. I think the storyline is also quite good as well. The different characters and how they bring them in and also the bits where they bring in all these different bits of video gaming like there's there's swages of this show that are animated in the style of a video game from the past 30 years so there is there is one bit that looks like eight bits it looks like you're playing a video game in the 80s there's bits where it looks like it's updated there's a bit where it looks like it's like a text-based thing there's a bit where it looks that where there's one episode that looks like a a, an entire cut the entire episode is filmed like a cut scene from a and this is it's a it's a there's there was a games console called the panasonic 3do that that sunk without a trace. Many people didn't really know about it. But watching this episode put me in mind of a Panasonic 3DO. And I was just kind of going, wow, for, for somebody who grew up with video games like me, because I grew up when video games were becoming the big business that they are now and the big self-cultural touchstone that they are now. I was like, this show. Essentially, I finished watching this show and I had to text some of my friends who I grew up with in Nigeria and tell them: I told them Captain Firehawk on Netflix, it's like somebody made a TV show for our 13-year-old selves. So so for anybody who likes video games or anything like that, I would recommend watching this. I think when it comes to the dystopian thing, there's a lot of tropes in it. But there's some bits where you think like it's actually making fun of the tropes. Like, there's, uh, you guys might know, I'm not sure whether I'm talking to the right people. I think Sean might be more onto this than this. But when you talk about the giant robot subgenre of Japanese animation or the giant robot thing, like, you know, there's Voltron, there's... Voltas five and all that sort of stuff where these five people come together and they come together and they make one big robot and it fights crime whatever there is a really 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 funny subversion of that in this show there's even there's actual video game characters there's rayman because rayman i don't even know him as a video game character rayman is a character in this and it's just kind of like what is this show it's all it's it's kind of all over the place in the best way possible for anybody who's into video games. I would recommend it. I don't want to give away any spoilers because there's some twists and everything in in it. But it's good. The action is good. The storyline is good. And it the way it ends because uh, I mean you guys have heard me complain about cliffhangers and how I how I hate cliffhangers, but I feel like this ends in a very organic. Cliffhangery, like no, it's not even really a cliffhanger. It's kind of like, a, ooh, that's intriguing. Come back and see what happens next. And I'm like, I'm all for it. It might have to do with the fact that it's only six episodes. They're only twenty something minutes long, and I don't feel like it's outstayed its welcome. It doesn't. I don't feel like it's wasted my time. It hasn't taken me twenty five episodes to get to a place where they go, ooh, come back and see what happens. We're not going to end our story. I'm like, no get lost but, but no this six episodes ends up in a really good cliffhanger that i actually quite like and i think it ends in a place that is quite intriguing um uh, and and in some ways it's 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 a vision of a future where a corporation takes over america is very believable <laughs> and there's some things that happen in it that you think yeah yeah that is believably horrific and i, I feel like there is some there is some DNA that it shares with something like, let's say, Ready Player One. Um, uh, Yeah, so, but I would say Captain Firehawk. Didn't really know about it before yesterday. Watched it. Loved it. I would recommend watching it if you can handle animation. But, but yeah, that's it. I would give it a 4 out of 5. So, yeah, that's it. 4 out of 5 for um, Captain Firehawk, a Blood Dragon remix. Especially that title, a Blood Dragon remix, makes me think that there was a video game called the blood dragon or something like that this is like a remix of it i don't know i need to go do some research yep. figure- <laughs> i need to go it do some feels research. like it
0: needs research it
1: needs research to figure out what video game is this referencing and stuff all right so that is it that's everything from us and so guys who do you think won this week netflix or cinema i don't know it's a difficult one
0: really it's a close one what- yeah sharon what do you
2: reckon yeah. it's close but i think we might just have a streaming victory once again yeah yeah i'll
1: tell you what i'll tell you what um i i'm gonna reference something else that's in cinemas at the moment i think it's 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 us high we're the problem it's us that's why cinema is dying so and for those of you who didn't get there was a taylor swift reference Mm -hmm. because she has a film okay cool holly i could see i could see you nodding sharon you get you get taylor swift
2: not really (laughs) i know shake it off I think that's the yeah.
0: One. I'll I'll send you a link to the video.
2: Okay, well, I've seen. I think I've seen The Rock do the sort of lip sync battle. To,
0: to yeah, now you'll like you'll enjoy this one. It's uh, oh. it just it, it yeah, you'll enjoy it. I'll send I'll send you a link to the video for it.
1: Yes, um, anti-hero, I believe this is yeah. this is my this is my attempt to like you know Not be correct. down with the kids. I'm, I'm practicing.
0: You know, so uh, I'm I'm going to add this is uh, to. Uh, th- this can wait until afterwards actually let's say goodbyes and then
1: we can <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> have in, the, in the meantime please do not hate us for not going to the cinema we are trying trust me we are trying, trying. <laughs> i think i think i might have come up with a genius idea that would mean that i can get to the cinema regularly each week it does mean that i will only ever watch things that are rated 12a that is the highest <laughs> i'll ever <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me over the next couple of months we might be reviewing a lot of Paw Patrol. <laughs> put it that
2: way someone's got to <laughs> and it won't be me
1: Oh, no, I don't think anybody has to That's, I don't think, <laughs> no. I don't think anybody has that. to but it might be the only thing I get to watch in cinemas <laughs> oh, I
0: think there was something that was possibly less bad than Paw Patrol that was on
1: last week I can't
0: remember what it was somebody I know saw it
1: oh was it the trolls trolls band together yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Were totally, yes. I heard that Bad. I, gather, I mean, it, I didn't get a good review of it, but it, the position in going to see it was it was better than having to see Paw Patrol.
1: I would rather watch that than watch Paw Patrol, yes. <laughs> I would tell you, I would rather watch that. Um, um, I
0: explicitly hate Paw Patrol, and I've never had to watch any of the... more than the briefest amount of the episodes, so... Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, um, on that note... <laughs> on that note, I think... Uh, Oh, 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 what I will say is if you're listening to this and if we haven't put you off by our abject lack of being able ability to get to the cinema please get in touch with us and get in touch with us on Twitter whatever it's called nowadays at Netflix via cinema on X, YouTube X. X. That's, that's that's such a nothing it's a nothing name it's a nothing name um
0: there's um, some interesting reading up to be done about an obsession with the name of it, with the with the letter X, though. If anybody's feeling really bored, go forth and Google.
1: I listened to a podcast about it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Was it the um uh, was it the origin story one? Because if it wasn't, it's it was weird. it
1: was it was it was called something like the the morning bugle or the morning herald, uh, something like that. Anyway, but um, it was a BBC one. They B, the BBC have a whole bunch of podcasts about Elon Musk. So go find one of them. And uh, But anyway, find us on um, on X uh, Netflix vs. Cinema Find us on Facebook, Netflix vs. Cinema And find us on YouTube at Netflix vs. Cinema Get in touch, let us know what you think um, When I eventually upload the videos From the last two episodes that we have done <laughs> Because I've gotten I've gotten the audio The audio I managed to get up online So the audio is out there, people can listen to the audio The videos <laughs> of the individual reviews Might be a while So... <laughs> but yeah get I'll in touch with us <laughs> until that time until we actually hear from you and we get to sort of read out your comments on air uh, it's a goodbye from me oh, good
2: goodbye from me and Muffin
0: <laughs> and a goodbye from me Callie and Max
1: thank you very much for joining us